0: We all have a lot of ideas, and I think one of the biggest questions that we ask ourselves almost too constantly is, how do I know when my idea is ready? How do I know when I'm ready? How do I know that it's time to start writing and start actually working on this project? I mean, how am I supposed to know? Is there an answer? Let's talk about that on today's Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? And welcome to this episode of Project Shadow. My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, or, you know, the stuff that I'm doing over at World Anvil, or, you know, any of the stuff that I'm doing right now. So yeah, today we're going to be talking about how do we know that we or our idea is ready? But before we get into all that, If you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we get to communicate with each other in the real world. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. All right. So how do you know when an idea is ready to write? You won't. How do you know when you're ready to write? You won't. Thank you, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. (laughs) I know. Bad joke. I couldn't help myself. But it's true. That is, after all, the moral of the story. It's the one thing that we have to learn about ourselves and about the work that we do if we're going to be comfortable with actually doing it and getting it done. You see... We can prep and prepare and get ready all that we want. But in the end, that is a distraction. Take it from me. I have hundreds of thousands of words written up in backstory and world building for an urban fantasy story that I really want to tell. And I've never really done much on telling the story because. Every time I think about getting started, I'm telling myself that I'm just not ready yet. It's just not ready yet. It just needs a little bit more. I just need to, oh yeah, if I only figure out exactly how these people are related to those people, and then, then I will definitely be ready. I will definitely understand what it is that I need to do, and I'll be ready to write it. But that's all a lie. That's all a distraction. None of that's true. The little things that we tell ourselves, those little lies, those little sweet lies that one day, somehow, we will magically and mystically have a comprehension of our plot, our characters, our world, that will help us to actually tell the story better, they're all techniques born out of procrastination to keep us from actually writing. Resistance is the chief foe. Of the creative individual. They are the things that hold us back. They are the things that keep us from going forward. They're the distractions. And they sound so good. See, when we talk about our enemies, the enemies of creativity, we talk about things like writer's block because it sounds like something real and like a problem that people could have and that it's something that we need to cope with. But I obviously don't have writer's block because look at how many words I'm getting written a day. I'm getting so much written. Granted, it's all in backstory, side story, and you know, not actually in the book itself or the story itself, but I'm still getting so much writing done, which shows that I know what I'm doing. I am working on the right path. I'm doing the things that I need to do, right? Right? That's what it... No? No, that's not what that means. See, I'm one of those people that I love world building. I'm kind of in the realm of J.R. Tolkien when it comes to this. I would much rather spend my time world building than writing books sometimes. Okay, that's a lie. Most of the time, if not all the time, I would prefer to be doing world building. I would prefer to be looking back. On all of the different things that happened. How did the societies develop? What happened in their culture and their mythology and their religion, their economies? What about the wars and the politics? And yeah, all of that can be turned into novels and can be turned into stories, but let's face it, we're not going to do that. The reason we're fascinated by those things is because, well, they make a world feel real and lived in and full of life. But in the end, when it's all said and done, let's be honest with ourselves now, the real thing that we're doing is keeping ourselves from actually getting the story written. We're preventing ourselves from actually telling the story at all. For all of our talk about outlining and preparing and getting ready, a lot of that isn't actually preparation. You see, the demon, and you know I like to use the term demon because it's evocative and it makes me see images of little horned things sitting in the corners of the room trying to steal our joy. The demon of resistance, the demon of procrastination, will always come to us as an angel of light. It'll always come to us telling us that No, 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 no. we just need to read that book on procrastination, and that will teach us how not to procrastinate anymore. Oh, no, we we just haven't done enough research yet. Let's just do a little bit more research, and once we get that research done, then we'll know everything that we need to know to tell the story the way that we want to tell it. Yeah, that's what we need to do, isn't it? That's definitely what we need to do. It's not actually keeping us away from that. No, don't 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 believe your lying eyes. This is actually good for you. This is putting you on the path. This is getting you ready so that when you write that epic story that you really want to tell, all of the worlds will open for you. All of the words will be there for you and you will get through so easy because you did all this preparation ahead of time. See? <laughs> I really think there's an industry out there built to cater to writers who don't want to write. I really do. The, yes, we, we need to know how to market our books. And yes, we know, need to know how to edit and revise our books. And yes, we need to know how to outline and all of those things. Yes, there are dialogue things that we need to learn, POV things we need to learn description setting world building yes there are all these things that we need to learn to make our craft better but learning isn't writing now don't get me wrong i i think that you're only as good a writer as the amount of research that you put into something i really do believe that if you're not trying to learn more if you're not seeking out other writers and finding out how they do their thing In a constant attempt to improve your own writing, then you're just gonna stagnate. So I'm not opposed to looking out and finding out what else is out there. How do other writers do the things that I'm doing? Do they do it better than me? Do they do it different from me? Do I wanna try their techniques? Yeah, do that. Try it. See if there's something out there that you want to do. Don't fool yourself that any of that time counts towards actually getting your work done. Because it doesn't. It's how we delude ourselves. It's how we pretend to be productive when we're doing everything in our power to keep from being productive. And everybody has their own little tricks. Everybody has their own little things that they do to keep themselves from moving forward. Mine used to be outlining. It really was until I just gave in one day and went, I'm just going to see where this goes, and followed a story to its end. Oh, wait, that wasn't supposed to happen. I'm not supposed to be able to finish a story that makes any kind of coherent sense without an outline. And then I did it again. And I did it again. Yeah. Oh, crap. Maybe I don't need to outline? Maybe I'm a pantser? And don't get me wrong, for the longest time in my career, the earlier books that I did only came into existence because I outlined them. I was so afraid of getting anything done wrong and having to rewrite large sections of the book, having to throw words away, that I outlined everything down to dialogue. I kind of zero-drafted. And for some people, that's not a crutch, that's a necessity. And don't think that I think that you're lesser if that's how you work. But you need to figure out for yourself if that's how you work or if that's how you keep yourself from working. It took me quite a few years to realize that my necessity to get an outline finished and my inability to get one finished to my own satisfaction was the tool that my psyche had come up with to prevent me from writing anything at all. And once I learned that, I started writing again. So everything is awful and everything's a waste of time and nothing that we do is actually worth the time and energy that we invest in it. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I am trying to say is that you're ready. The moment you want to tell a story, you are ready. Because writing is a craft. It's a process. There are so many elements that go into it. The actual act of putting words onto a blank screen or page or whatever, that's, that's such a small part of what it is to be a writer, that you shouldn't keep yourself away from that out of some misguided fear that you're just not worth it, that you're not ready yet. Because you know what you can do? You can edit, you can revise, you can rewrite. You can only always polish it once the words are down, but you can't do any of that until the words are down. And that's really, as we're getting towards NaNoWriMo and Oh, Prevtober is quickly going away. I want all of you to be thinking about. It's something that I find myself obsessing over. I'm doing this project and that project. I'm spending a little time over here and I'm spending a little bit of time over there and all of it ostensibly to get ready for the big project that I'm gonna be doing in November. But is that what's happening at all? Am I just distracting myself? Some of the work that I think that I've been doing is good, and I think some of it has been for distraction. For example, I find myself obsessing over getting artwork done. I don't need to get the artwork done. There's no need for me to get it done, but I really want to get it done. And what that's going to do is it's going to prevent me from working on backstory. That's going to prevent me from fleshing out characters and doing world building, and yeah, I don't really outline anymore, but I do kind of play with plot ideas in my head, hoping, you know, kind of in a survival of the fittest sort of way of, oh, what if this happened? What if that happened? Wouldn't that be better? Maybe they would be a better protagonist. Maybe they would be a better viewpoint character. I do a lot of that. And that's really the heart of my own prep is kind of giving myself space for the ideas to take form, to take shape. I know from experience that come November 1st, I will write the project that presents itself, whatever that project may be. But yeah, I started distracting myself. You know, and it's easy to do. And it's one of the things that we as writers need to be on the lookout for because most of the things that we do as procrastination they really don't feel like procrastination i mean it's easy to say well you've been playing that game too much you shouldn't be playing grindstone that much it's making your breaks longer yeah but it's fun but you know that that's procrastination you know that that's you distracting yourself from getting work done you know, you're spending way too much time putting together a playlist and finding music to listen to. Yeah, that's procrastination. And all of those things are very easy for us to pick up on, to look at, to see, and go, yeah, I'm, I'm spending way too much time doing those things. You know, maybe instead of watching a movie last night, I should have worked on this, that, or the other thing. Yeah, it's not hard to see that. What's really hard to see is all of those character sketches, and backstory, and outlines, and everything else that we busy ourselves with, trying to prove to ourselves, to justify to ourselves that this project is not only worth the time and energy we're going to be investing in it, but that we are ready to put that much time and energy into it. Those are the ones that can easily turn into procrastination tools. I don't know if you watch Kate Kavanaugh on the YouTube, but I really enjoy watching her. And she did a video today on originality that shows me that, you know, my mind is suffering from the same thing that a lot of writers are, and it's very similar in some respects to the episode on originality I did a little bit back. But the whole point was, for me at least. She's trying to find new ways to procrastinate on writing Project Death. Should she watch Death Note? Yeah, everybody should watch Death Note. Is watching Death Note research because people told you that your idea sounds similar to that? Well, maybe? See, as somebody who's familiar with Death Note, no. Because I've heard her story idea and, well, I think there are some... Oh, extremely high concept similarities between it and Death Note. The actual workings and the way everything pans out is so different that it may be inspirational, it may dissuade her from doing something that's already been done before, but I doubt that she's going to write a character like Light or any of the others that are in there, to be honest. Kira Kira is such a um, particular character that... It would be hard to accidentally knock him off. He's so peculiar and distinct. So yeah, I think in the end, if she's not careful, she's going to distract herself and get lost working on trying to figure out how to make her work different from a work that her work is already different from. And I'm not saying that to go after Kate. Love Kate. But yeah. We need to be careful. We need to guard ourselves because it's our own self-preservation instincts that cause us to procrastinate in the first place. See, if you don't get anything done, then you don't have to worry about judgment or embarrassment or any of those things that we really don't like to have happen to us. So we procrastinate to keep ourselves from feeling social shame or any social or pretended harm. That doesn't mean that it's a bad thing or a good thing. Procrastination is merely a thing that happens, and more often than not, happens with the best of intentions. It's not trying to actually dissuade us from getting the work done. It's just trying to prevent us from embarrassing ourselves. And who wants to be embarrassed? I know I don't. But just because that instinct is active doesn't mean that it should be. And that's the guard that I want you to put up as we're moving slowly towards... Well, I wish it was slowly. As we're moving towards the end of Preptober and you're getting to have that little demon come into the room that says, you know, you're really not ready for NaNo this year. You're really not ready for NaNoWriMo. You're not. You're not ready. Maybe you shouldn't do it this year. Maybe you should do something else. Yeah. Well... When that demon shows up, because for a lot of us, he will. When that demon shows up, you need to be ready to look it in its face and say the absolute God's honest truth. Because demons flee from the truth now, don't they? I will never be ready to write this book. This book will never be ready to be written. But we're going to meet ourselves in our unpreparedness and get it done despite them. And if, like me, that becomes a holy mantra that pushes you through and helps you to get your fiction done, then more power to you. Because the hardest part of writing is finishing. It's not putting the work in. It's not showing up. It's not coming up with ideas. It's finishing those ideas. That's truly the hardest thing. I have a novel sitting half written that I started writing in 2004 that I really want to finish, but I never touch it because it's not ready yet. It'll never be ready, but I'm going to work on it anyway. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast on whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram, I am on both. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you have a dollar you can pass my way, it really would help out a lot. In the show notes, you'll also find a link to both my Patreon, and the listener support page. It really does help out more than you know. The difference between the two is people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. If you can do that, it would really make my day. But, and I want to say thank you to everybody who's already do, doing that. But if you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, don't worry about it. It's all right. I Trust me, I understand not being able to do that, because there are so many creators I want to do that for, and I can't afford to do that. But if you know somebody that you think would like anything that I do, from this podcast to my books to the world building that's going up over on World Anvil, please share it with them. That helps out immensely too. I want to thank you for listening. It really does make mean the world to me that there are people out there that like to listen to this crazy old parson ramble. And I'm really looking forward to nano this year. I really am. I have no idea what I'm writing, but I would like to pretend that I do. So please pretend with me. And until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.